Welcome to episode five of Green Minds Think Alike. Uh, joining me this morning here in Durham is uh, Wendell Harden from the city of uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Wendell, thanks for joining me today. Um, so the first uh, question I typically ask is, what's your elevator speech that you give when describing what it is that you do for, this, for the city? Um, yeah, being a sustainability manager is kind of confusing to a lot of citizens. You say the word sustainability, and the first question is, what does that mean? And, and, and what I kind of tell them is I'm, I'm kind of more like a consultant, but in-house uh, with all 19 different departments, um, all the way from human relations to uh, utilities and working on ways to make our systems more efficient. Um, of course, the byproduct of this efficiency is less CO2 emissions, uh, better water, better air quality. So what we're looking to do is making sure that everybody's doing their part within the city, and by coming to us, we can assist them in doing that. Um, just in general, maybe give a brief background of how your your position or your group was started. What was what what started that there in Winston-Salem? Yeah. Well, back in I think if you remember 2008, the ARA funding became available, and and during that time, uh, many cities started looking at having sustainability managers, directors, program managers, and that's kind of what happened with uh, Winston-Salem. They they were looking at saying, okay, we've they started a community committee on sustainability, but they had no one, no one really to direct it that understood sustainability or even, you know, even to this day, it's still, we're always learning about sustainability. But we came in in 2008 and they, they did a, the mayor went out to Seattle, signed on to the letter of uh, mayor's climate action. And then coming back, back in 2010, I was invited to come down and interview for the position. And at that point, they decided they wanted to move forward using that grant funding to sue, uh, to fund that position for the for, for the years left on the ARA funding. And then they were going to decide at that point whether they wanted to continue um, down that path. And they did want to continue down that path. And that's pretty much how I stayed on at that point on. So sort of talk about where your position lies within the organizational structure of the city. Yeah. Um, Ours is, well, I don't think ours is unique, but I think ours is pretty much um, unfamiliar with a lot of places. A lot of cities will utilize the mayor's office or the budget office to place the sustainability manager. We're placed under facilities and property maintenance uh, from a standpoint of looking at the efficiency issue that I talked about earlier, looking at our fleet, looking at uh, how our fuel economy changing down our fleet, looking at our buildings, looking at the green build um, um, aspects of our buildings and our old buildings and trying to make them more energy efficient. Um, what is unique about Winston-Salem, whether it be geography or universities or whatever, um, that, that sort of drive the programs that, uh, that you're, you're trying to move forward there in, in Winston-Salem? Yeah. yeah, there's several aspects to that. I mean, you have to look at the community and what, who plays in that community and in ours in Winston-Salem is, is the large hospitals and medical centers um, and also Wake Forest University and Winston-Salem State University. These drive a lot what's going on, but they also drive our tax base to a lower revenue amount that we pull in because they're nonprofits. So we have large facilities which uh, do not have a tax obligation to the city. So while we partner with them, uh, a lot of times the revenue is either coming from them or through grants for us to achieve um, what we're trying to and currently we're looking at coming from an old tobacco industry town and moving forward into more of a tourist destination with some of our old history of being Winston and Salem 
being two separate, separate cities and then 1913 coming together as one city. So now we're looking at the biotech innovation corridor in partnership with uh, the city, the county, and also with, um, I'm thinking with Wake at this point. And that's, that's generating a lot of interest in this. The campus is quite large. It's supposed to have a living component to it as well. So work, play, you know, place like that. And so basically what we're doing right now is we're getting a lot of those buildings in. And the medical school now has moved into some of those buildings. A large data center has moved in, a server farm along with a um, incubator system called Flywheel, which has been a great th addition to people who are wanting to start up businesses and things like that. The city then has come in and put infrastructure like parks in the area. We've renovated a lot of our warehouses to lofts. The living spaces are moving back downtown. And then with my uh, initiative of trying to electrify our fleet and having the ability that tourists, when they come in, or anybody doing business can come in and charge, uh, we've started to develop a small but um, effective and, and really omnidirectional type of uh, charging stations within the downtown area. No, I, I sat in on a presentation you gave earlier that, uh, this week about uh, the work that you've been doing on the star communities. Besides that, do you have a sustainability action plan or something else that sort of drives your, your missions forward or sort of provides guiding principles that, with your programs? Yeah, when I came in prior to my hiring, the city had already started doing a climate action plan and had written one up. And we've been working under that old plan, but I was getting too noticed that we were getting too focused on only admissions. Um, you know, what every year, what are we, you know, what's our footprint, our carbon footprint? And I, I thought they were missing the really crux of what sustainability was in, and that means to sustain. And there were so many different components I thought we were missing that I thought STAR offered us the ability to show our city council and our citizens that, you know, it's just not about climate and energy. Um, of course, they're interconnected to everything, but at this point, it's about poverty, it's about equity, social justice, it's about transportation, it's about all these things that affect our lives on a daily aspect that many people are working on but aren't coming together to talk about. And, you know, one example is affordable housing. You know, we have a lot of, we just were attending a, an affordable housing summit and noticed that a few key players weren't there. Senior services wasn't there to talk about what's going on with senior housing. And I thought those were just great meshes. So we're, we're now going to be following up our Star Community Program and got our report with having workshops with those areas that seems like there's, there's a seamless integration that should be occurring. And we're going to be working four different workshops over the next uh, five months to do that and pull those people together to talk. I mean, that, that certainly drives value, I would think, within, you know, looking at the, the governmental leadership and looking at what positives that your programs are providing and, and you know, looking beyond just the energy piece. And I, I think that's critical as, you know, we try to hold on to our, our positions, whether it be tied to mayors or, or what have you. And um, so it's, I, I think a program like that does a good job of breaking down silos like you were talking about and, and, and really integrating different departments, um, you know, to come together on, on major goals. Um, sort of talk about more personally for you, you know, at some point in time you may transition away from, from this position. Where do you hope to leave um, your current position? You know, what are some of the goals you hope to achieve um, before you would move on? Yeah, I think, you know, and, and realistically, that's probably within the next five years or so. So looking down that line, I'm looking to find those who have the passion for sustainability, 
but and, and it may have a different name by then as well as, as we know terms change a lot in this world of environmental um, and um, integration I think what I'd like to see is the city really on a, a good plan where if electrification for vehicles is key and that's where our manufacturers OEMs are going that that we're part of that if you know if vehicles or if transit uh, small level transit whether it be um, trolley cars or whether it be what we uh, we're involved in yesterday in a walkthrough with uh, organic transit and being the elf type like bikes that are like you know electrically assisted bikes some way to lower the uh, improve the air quality overall i'd love to be able to leave that with that as as his legacy along with the idea that the city understands that everybody needs to be talking to each other from neighborhood to neighborhood to accomplish a citywide view of what sustainability means to them as opposed to just what maybe one of their government officials thinks it is what sort of advice would you give, you know, now with, you know, years of experience on your end for somebody coming up into the uh, profession or even kind of filling in your role eventually? Yeah. Well, when I came in, there wasn't this need for, a, and there really wasn't many places to get degrees in sustainability. It was, I, I'm from a, a planning background. I got my Master of Science in Planning from the University of Tennessee, and I've kind of found my own niche in, in by joining the United States Greenbelt Council and belonging to that early on and just learning and doing a lot of self-learning and I think self-learning is still going to be a big aspect of it you need to find where you want to be in the piece of sustainability because there's so many components I think as you're young experience several different types of areas you might be interested in in sustainability I like I see myself more as a general practitioner but I'm seeing a lot more specialists nowadays just like we do in planning you see transportation specialists well you're going to see specialists and you know social justice you're going to see housing specialists and all these are going to be in sustainability and energy efficiency is something we've always talked about early on from till now so i would tell them to make sure they get a good wide um, liberal arts degree undergraduate and then if sustainability is something they want to you know go on to look at a master's program because it is becoming if you want to work in the government almost a requirement just like it was for planning to move into that area yeah well wendell thank you for taking some time and and help you know explain to us what's going on in winston-salem so thanks again thank you chris appreciate it